Good evening and welcome to my show, Harmonics. Wow, it's 2.11 and guess what? I'm back. Not only I'm back, I got two great guests tonight from a band called Red Bird Giving. And I'm going to introduce them right now. I have Nanette Bradley-Deets and I have also one of the most talented individuals, Charlie Lopez. Welcome to my show. Thank you, Craig. Welcome. Thank you. It, it, it is such an honor to have you both here. Um, I'm going to delve right into it and... Um, Nanette, tell me, how did you get the name Redbird Giving? Um, Actually, it comes from a Cherokee, uh, one of our most sacred ceremonies. Mm -hmm. It's named after Redbird Smith Ceremonial Dance Grounds in Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. Uh, And Redbird Redbird Giving is a very sacred ceremony, Mm -hmm. and I was given permission to use that as the name of our band. Mm -hmm. And the reason I chose that name is because I, I wanted to bring words uh, and music of strength and support mm-hmm. to the people in time of great need. Mm-hmm. And that, I believe, right now is a time when people need lots of words of strength <laughs> and uplifting music and, mm-hmm. and poetry. I'm a poet primarily, so mm-hmm. I decided I wanted to combine music and poetry together. Mm-hmm. Um, spoken word, basically, is what, mm-hmm. it, what it was. Which is so important to a Native American. Right, right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. You know, you're, you're talking about that. Why did you choose a Native American band? Why did you, what made, what propelled you into that um, area? Uh, I'm Native American myself. Okay. I'm mm-hmm. Dakota and Cherokee on my mother's side and German American on my dad's side. So I spent most of my life growing up doing theater, mm-hmm. lots of theater, mm-hmm. um, a lot of Shakespeare, everything except something that was Native American. So this is really the first time, and I thought I would really like to explore that to mm-hmm. see what would happen if I wrote from a Native American perspective, mm-hmm. my perspective growing up as a contemporary woman, mm-hmm. and put that with music. Mm-hmm. So when when you were going all about this, what were some of the themes or inspirations that actually got you involved to, to make your songs or your poetry, mm-hmm. as you were saying? What was actually, uh, what did that for you? What 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 made you, give you that inspiration? Well, first of all, most of the poetry that I write is from my own experience. Mm-hmm. I found that I, I write, as all poets do, or writers, from our own contemporary experience, mm-hmm. whatever happens in our life. Right. So I started by writing first, and then I play the flute, and mm-hmm. I discovered that I liked making music that mm-hmm. went along with some of the poems. Mm-hmm. And I decided to get together with some musicians, guitar mm-hmm. players, and see what it would sound like to put music, guitar, maybe guitar primarily, mm-hmm. flute, and then I play a hand drum. So I had kind of the three basics, the drum, the guitar, and the flute together mm-hmm. to start with. What is it, you know, you're talking about the flute, guitars, and things like that. What is that drum called? Because I've seen you in, in oh, some pictures. Hi. What is that drum? I wish you would have brought your I flute. I forgot my drum and flute. <laughs> That's okay. We'll get you on again oh, okay. in the future. But what is that drum called? What is That's it? just a hand drum. It's, it's usually hand. the big powwow drum is the big drum where four or five or six people might sit around. Mm-hmm. But the hand drum is primarily for song, mm-hmm. for singing, for prayers. Mm-hmm. Um, men and women both play it. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to get into that uh, position right now. Um, I have, I'm fortunate enough to know this gentleman, in fact, know them both, but uh, I've actually worked with uh, 
Charlie Lopez, who I, I think is, is totally one of the best musicians in the Bay Area, if not the United States. Charlie, what actually made you compose, because you're actually helping in that, compose music. How do you go about getting that inspiration also and the themes and the process of compo- composing? Well, thank you for the, uh, the kind <laughs> words, Gregory. Uh, what it was is Minette has some incredible poetry that I... I uh, uh, I think it's really uh, has a lot to say. So what I find uh, once I read it or she reads it, that I grab the the vibe from it, the, you know, the, the the feeling, and then once I get some kind of little beat in my head, it, mm-hmm. it just it just has to be part of me. Mm-hmm. And once I get that beat in my head, then I'll use a guitar, mm-hmm. I'll use a bass, and I'll work with with those and maybe add some keys to it or. Or, and Minette obviously mm-hmm. is doing the hand drum and the flute. Mm-hmm. So we, 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 we tinker with it a little bit, and then eventually we call in more musicians, and then we work on it, mm-hmm. and then eventually that comes out to a song, mm-hmm. which it, it, uh, mm-hmm. we've had everything from three musicians to six. <laughs> so uh, it, it, it has been very... Uh, uh, we've been very lucky to have qualified musicians and very, very nice people to, to join us. When you're doing all that, are, are you actually composing in, um, you know, in keys, or do you just, or it just comes out of you like, you know, I've heard some of your recordings, and sometimes it has the wind, uh, the rain. Uh, I, I've heard you're playing, and you're such an elegant player. What, what is it that are you in Western keys, or do you just? Or it comes right from the heart. How does that? Uh, it'll, it's, it's basically both. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I do is, is I'll, I'll use uh, traditional music, traditional chords, mm-hmm. you know, the, the EA, the EAB or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and, but a lot of it comes from feeling. Mm-hmm. And, and like I said, Annette's mm-hmm. got a lot of spiritual uh, um, insight on, the, on her, uh, her, her, her lyrics. Mm-hmm. So taking, taking it is easy. I mean, it, it, it's, it, it's no-brainer sometimes if you're, if you're true to your spirit. Right. And, and once you once you feel that vibe and that, that it just it comes out it just comes out. Then that you know uh, Charlie was really elegant asking you about your uh, doing your uh, your poems and your words. Where do you get your words from? I, I know you stated earlier that you get it from your own experience, uh-huh. but you know where where does that come from? What is it? Is it uh, your experience in life, or you, do you get something like? The, the spiritual thing that comes down to you and hits you, where, where do you get your inspiration on that? Mm, mm-hmm. It's different. Um, sometimes it's from, uh, I write a lot directly from dreams. Mm-hmm. I've had a lot of interesting inspiration, mm-hmm. visions that way. Mm-hmm. Most of it is my own experience that I try to f- frame it or or phrase it in a way that makes it, um, how can I say, everyone, universal, mm-hmm. everyone can somehow relate to it, even though it's very, very native for me, because Mm -hmm. that's how I interpret what's going on around me. Mm -hmm. But I try to kind of reorganize it, rephrase it, so that everyone can find something to relate to, I hope, Mm -hmm. anyway. Not only is is, uh, Nanette um, a good poet, I had to, uh, you know, the opportunity to actually uh, see some of her artwork, and I wanted to ask her about a piece that hangs up in her home. (laughs) And... uh, there's a, uh, I think you might be in a teepee. The picture might be in a teepee, but there's three um, faceless individuals, and and you know, and and it. Uh, Charles uh, pointed it out to me, and and I looked at it, and I and I felt this this connection uh, somehow, and 
a spiritual uh, sensation, but what 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 is that painting about, and what what is how is that interpreted? That was a very personal painting that actually a drawing that I I worked on for many years. It's it's I suppose it's finished. I never really thought of it as finished. It's um, it's a water bird. To a water bird, yes. It's mm-hmm. from the native. I belong to the Native American Church, which mm-hmm. has been my church actually for the past twelve, thirteen, ooh, maybe almost twenty years. I didn't even know they had a church. And um, <laughs> we, when we hold our meetings, they're usually in a in a hogan or in a traditional teepee mm-hmm. around a fire. Mm-hmm. So in the morning, when you're in a teepee, in the early morning, when the sun comes up, it's very beautiful. You can see lots of colors through mm-hmm. the teepee and hear the birds. And so I kind of wanted to draw what I saw because it seemed so beautiful to me. Mm-hmm. And the three women are it's myself and two other women that, that I know very well, and that's actually just us sitting mm-hmm. in the morning when the sun comes up. Yeah, it, it seemed that for me it, it gave a, a feeling of uh, tranquility. Yeah, it's very, it's after an evening of prayer all night long. So See, I didn't even know that, but that's what I, I <laughs> yeah. felt. In fact, yeah, when I drove away, I, I thought that, that that visual stayed in in my head for a while, and I, and I felt mm-hmm. uh, it was uh, yeah, I felt very tranquil. Um, I'm I'm going to change a little gear a little bit, and um, I want to know when you guys go out and perform, what kind of venues you guys go to. I mean, I know you're very well versed uh, uh, musician wise with uh, with uh, Charlie, mm-hmm. and he he's such a, a great uh, a person to have by your side. What where do you guys play at? Where do you guys go? Oh gosh, we've been mostly we've done a lot of Native American events, mm-hmm. but a lot, a lot of benefits. A lot we, of benefits. We've done a lot of benefits for the Indian community. Plus, yeah. we've uh, had some uh, local coffee coffee shops mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. we uh, we yeah. we did. We had a, a, yeah. a venue at the um, Frank Pet Center. Frank Pet Center for the Arts. And we've done uh, Art Soul. Oh uh, yeah, Art Soul. We did uh, in San Francisco. Um, the De Young Museum, the De Young Museum. Mm-hmm. and then the 40th anniversary of Woodstock was fun. We just mm-hmm. did that last December. Mm-hmm. That must so have been a lot of fun. Really fun. That was wild. That, that was, was probably wild. Really, a, lot was people, wild. a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people. Probably the the of people. the year was just probably oh, incense. Oh my gosh, it was, sure fun. it was incense. Yeah. It was incense. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was back in 1968. See how beautiful that was. That was really. I had a flashback. There you go. And that was special because I got to organize and bring in an hour's worth of Native American programming. So we had traditional dancers, not only my band, but we had Jeremy Goodfeather, mm-hmm. and uh, we had the uh, some traditional dance group mm-hmm. from San Francisco, came mm-hmm. in from the uh, um, health center, Native mm-hmm. American Health Center, mm-hmm. and it was really wonderful. My friend uh, Anne-Marie Sayers, who is one of the uh, foremost chair, chairwomen or elders of the uh, what they call Costanoan. Uh, Costanoan Ohlone people. Mm-hmm. She came and gave a beautiful morning blessing, and her daughter uh, sang a song in the language. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it was really beautiful. It was nice because we had an authentic, real mm-hmm. presentation for about an hour of Native American music, dance, mm-hmm. um, you know, prayer. It was really mm-hmm. nice. What was really cool about yeah. that, too, is, is they had the main stages, like oh, with, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. on one end and another at the other end, and yeah. we were kind of in the middle in this called geodesic dome, which was really cool, and it had the opening in the right, center, yeah, so basically we were playing and along, and I'm looking up at the, at the sky and, mm. and the trees, yeah. and it was, it was, it was beautiful. Now, where was this at again? This in one? Golden Gate Park. Oh, Park. oh you were playing in it a great place. It was the big 40th place, anniversary, yeah. you know, anniversary mm-hmm. of Woodstock. Oh, you guys were in a great oh, place. Yeah. You know, like, you're talking about this, and I could feel the energy from you both. What? How... 
how would you categorize this, and where does it fit into the landscape of? Uh, I have to use it. Popular music, you know. I mean, where? I mean, are you? Is there any category? Let's just say, uh, is there any category for this? I mean, uh, this music of, uh, you know, because we only recognize in the Grammys. You know, you see yeah, the rappers, yeah, and you see the yeah. rock, and mm-hmm. you don't hardly ever see mm-hmm. the. You very seldom see the jazz or blues. Where does, it, where does it actually fit in? Well, that's just what we were talking about it, it's, on the way it's over. Kinda, it's kind of interesting. We call I it think a red out <laughs> of native music, <laughs> not a blackout, but a red out. You got spoken word. So that could yeah. fall into that category, and you got yeah. easy listening yeah. music, so it fits in that category. Yeah. Uh, but it's basically it, rock and roll. It, 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 That's what it, we do. It's everything in between. <laughs> so it, could, yeah. you know, it depends on the players that yeah. we've got playing for us. Yeah. That, you know, yeah. Uh, yeah. basically at that at that at that given mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, like I said, we've had a, a mass amount of uh, players. Yeah. Uh, Talented musicians, fantastic oh, friends people. that have helped uh, Nanette uh, with her, with yeah. her uh, band, and uh, yeah. like I said, it could be anything from uh, a funk type of yeah. uh, Indian band all the way over to uh, an instrumentalist mm-hmm. uh, 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 symphonic type. And of it band. fits. What's really fun mm-hmm. is we like to we like to really mix it up and put in. I will do some stuff in my own language. I'll chant. I'll play the hand drum along mm-hmm. with the rock or the funk or the mm-hmm. blues and what a lot of people don't understand about music for America historically mm-hmm. they think blues is an African American thing it's not mm-hmm. it's actually from the Cherokee the Choctaw our concept of blue mm-hmm. when we said I've got the blues mm-hmm. it meant you were away from your relatives in the worst state you could be because you were alone and then African Americans related to that as slaves because they were you know, away from their family and their mm-hmm. homeland. Mm-hmm. So they actually, what the history of our two peoples mm-hmm. is very intertwined. Mm-hmm. African Americans really came here and only heard native music. Mm-hmm. So the two of us actually, this is what's left out of a lot of history, mm-hmm. created lots of music together. So the roots of American music are really Native American. Mm-hmm. And that's why most of us that are natives get so upset with this red out mm-hmm. because we never. No one ever, they, what is Native American music? And we want to say, well, it's what you do. Mm-hmm. It's what you know. Mm-hmm. You don't know it, but that's what it is. Mm-hmm. So it's it's kind of hard. Well, we back, like to, you know, get that in there. Back, right. in the, back in the 70s, there was a band called Redbone. Redbone, mm-hmm. right. And, and, you know, there was, right. They, they were okay, but then you yeah. didn't hear them anymore. And so what, uh, yeah, and what people don't understand that's is that. Said, where's the Grammys here? Where, where Jimi you know? Hendrix is Cherokee. <laughs> Dolly you. Parton is Cherokee. Mm-hmm. Willie Nelson is Cherokee. Mm-hmm. Almost all of your musicians, actors, everybody has mm-hmm. been, has somebody's a been a little bit of native somewhere. Not only, not only it's do you come as a guest to harmonics, but you get a history lesson, <laughs> which I just, I love yeah. learning something that is positive, right. new, and something that yeah. I could actually relate to because these are two groups of people who worked. One was taking away from his homeland. Right. One was here at his right. homeland, right. and right. his homeland was taken away from right. him exactly. and then made... <laughs> Red blues, right? Exactly. You know, or red out. I, right. You know, it's kind of interesting, and that you know, that knowledge is priceless. It is. Rita Coolidge, one of our greatest, you know, and she came out with two beautiful CDs mm-hmm. in her own language just mm-hmm. recently, what ten years ago, mm-hmm. and she's singing with her sister and her niece. And I noticed, oh my gosh, they played all her old stuff, but as soon as that came out, we never heard it on on mm-hmm. the airwaves. I think for some odd I reason. Don't know why. Um, well, I, I think that uh, 
not to get in, but I think there is still that. Uh, I wrote a poem a while back, No Red Man. Yeah, it's so very and, real. And, and so mm. it, it's kind of interesting how that all is all is developed and how that is political climate mm-hmm. and stuff. Mm-hmm. So you guys mm-hmm. actually keep a certain spirit, not a certain spirit, but a very large spirit alive. Right. And so you should be commended uh, for being like sort of like front runners of what you guys, both what you guys do, and, and like Charlie mm-hmm. said, of all the other musicians that come around you mm-hmm. right. and proceed to right. do this. Right. Uh, Charlie, I want to ask you, you have a lot of musical influences. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um who are your musical influences, and do you use that? I know you probably draw a lot of that from your composing, but what what is what who are they, and what is it? Well, I guess the the, the first influence was my was my mom. She played piano and mm-hmm. she sang. She's fantastic. Mm-hmm. And then my uncle, Uncle Art, uh, mm-hmm. he, he was incredible. He played everything: trumpet, mm-hmm. guitar, piano, violin, you name it. So growing up with that. Uh, it was was a big uh, part of timing, mm-hmm. and timing is music, and, and it's like breathing. Mm-hmm. You do it, it's automatic. Right. So uh, when I got around 12 years old, I took lessons for guitar, right. and, and I was already playing piano at six, but uh, once I learned the guitar, I met a bunch of uh, uh, friends from high school. We formed bands, we <laughs> formed friendships, and we still see each other from mm-hmm. time to time 40 years later. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the... Um, Influences right there. Uh, Hendrix uh, was a, a, a main one. Uh, Clapton, uh, you know, mm-hmm. Pink Floyd. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you got everything. James Brown, uh, mm-hmm. the Beach Boys. I mean, it, the gamut is so wide that I I'm like a, a sponge. If I hear something, I like it, and then I'll listen to it over and over mm-hmm. until I know how to play it. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that and forty some years of playing music. It, it, it just sinks in, so it becomes automatic, and uh, it's not only is not only is um, Nanette and Charlie such great people. They're a couple, and what I like about the both of them is that they create. Um, when you go to their home, and I have had the pleasure to go to their home, is that there is um, a spirituality of goodness there. Uh, and that's what I think was uh, an important factor uh, with uh, getting them on the show because they have such a spiritual goodness about themselves. But they're also doing something that, to me, is even at a higher level, is is that they're creating music that really is in the forefront, and you should be seeing more. I hope we get an opportunity. Uh, you know, some of the your music's going to be played while uh, you know probably during our credits. But you have a song. It's called Night Song. Tell me a little bit about how that all came about and. What influenced you, or what inspired you to do? I, I love the title, Night Song. It, it, <laughs> it, it, you know, the images are yeah. all over. Uh, yeah. you know, so tell of, me about that. A lot of open chords. Yeah, yeah. Sto- yeah. stars yeah. or whatever. Tell me, <laughs> tell me what was Night Song all about? Oh well, it came. That was one of the poems that actually was a dream, and I tried to stay as close to the images on the dream as possible. Um, and so it, it's a poem about memory, recovering memory, mm-hmm. memory of ancestors, relatives, and not to forget those memories. And um, I think what we did with the music is Charlie tried, as he said, to, to hear open chords or... He can tell you more about the music. I just was trying to keep 
as true to the dream state as possible in that in that particular song. Yeah, and then basically, you, a lot of open chords, and uh, it's got a little uh, airy feel to it, and it's played kind of melodic, but but with uh, a lead guitar player taking advantage of mm-hmm. of that space, that space, mm-hmm. and then using reverb and delay with it makes that mm-hmm. those those notes just ring out, mm-hmm. and it puts you in a dream state. So we Mm-hmm. The next saying is it, it takes you back to the ancestors, and, uh, and flute. I believe we use flute. It, 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 it really brings a, a sense of, uh, 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 you know, euphoria. Euphoria. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, Nanette, you 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 you've mentioned a few times uh, that you have dreams, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I understand that we dream every night. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I've talked to people who are into interpretation of dreams. When you do, you write it down, or do you just have it by memory, or do you have a little book by your bedside, mm-hmm. or where you know sometimes you could take a <laughs> nap and you could you could find something. Yeah. Where do you, where does that come from? And I feel very lucky because as a child, my mother, who is Native American, and mm-hmm. Charlie and I are similarities, and my mother was also a very fine musician. Mm-hmm. She was a jazz musician. She played piano and trombone and sang mm-hmm. and had her own bands. Mm-hmm. And um, she also would, every morning when we woke up, she was always asking me. We'd, we'd have to eat breakfast first, and then she'd want me to tell her what I dreamed. I love it. Every morning from mm-hmm. the time I was probably five years old mm-hmm. till I left for college. So I didn't know at the time, but when you do that, it helps you remember your dreams. It's almost like reading a book. Exactly. When you wake up, I never had to write anything down <laughs> you, you know, there was a, because I remembered it all. There was a beautiful poem that uh, she uh, did, and she actually won a prize, I believe oh, it was, yeah, for one of the Alameda Poets uh, things that they had. Mm-hmm. And that was a dream that she woke up in the middle of the night and wrote it oh, down. Oh, I wrote it down. And right. it, right. eventually, it eventually just... Uh, yeah. She finished it and mm. it submitted it and it, and it won uh, first or second place. It was, it was yeah, yeah. So. And that was one called, uh, it was when I first we moved to Alameda. We live right off of Mound Street. Mm-hmm. And as you know, there's lots of burial mounds all yes. through Alameda. Yes. And I was hearing, or thought I was hearing voices or picking up this energy from the ground. Mm-hmm. When I first moved in, and so I, I wrote a poem it's a about spiritual it. place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Boo. Boo, yeah. You know, it's 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 kind of interesting that you both are in tune to the spiritual side, which I think helps your own creativity. Um, what is you think the future for uh, Redbird Giving? What do you guys? Mm-hmm. What do you see in the future? Mm-hmm. That's that's something we've been talking about a lot. We're trying to figure out where to go with with this next and what to do. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe know. a change of musicians uh, <laughs> and starting starting over. Uh, we uh, would like to. Uh, we need more musicians, yeah, uh-huh. for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And and other venues, we'd like to get out more. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Now, is it is it like because you are doing something that is. Not really to, not a lot of people really listen to. Mm-hmm. I mean, most people, um, when they think of Indians, uh, they, I don't really even think, most people even think of Native Americans that much. Probably not. Uh, because, and, they, and there's such a wealth of information there for them, but I think that we forget that, uh, like you said earlier, how much they have given mm-hmm. to the traditional uh, 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 American music um, or Native American music. Uh, so, 
where would you like to you, you obviously where would you like to see yourselves would obviously of course you'd like to see yourself in bigger venues um probably benefits you'd probably have to go benefits or different uh areas of well of, I, i'm well, now right now i'd really love to be a part of the native american grammys we have our own native american grammys now that's and great. there's in canada right now lots of native american bands are played regularly on mainstream mm -hmm. rock and roll we had an opportunity radio. um a couple of years ago uh, when we did the peanut butter jam yeah. uh, on webster street in alameda we uh the band that was invited there was called eagle and hawk and they're Fantastic a band out of Canada, Native fantastic six-piece band. Like 10 <clears throat> and they've been all over the world yeah. 12 times. And uh, Very they, well known. The, whoever the promoter was that put them together forgot to uh, get the backdrop for them. Oh, so they backline. Didn't, backline. Line. They didn't have the, the drums, the keyboards, and the guitar amps. So Vince and I were, got to talking because they watched our show. Mm -hmm. and, and I said, hey, I can make it happen. And, Charlie and, went and got the whole backline so for them. I got all their equipment for them from my <laughs> studio. And, and loaned it to him, and he said he looked over and he says, "Make it happen," and I made it happen, yeah. and and they had a fantastic show. Oh, they're they're phenomenal. Yeah, I mean, They've been all over the world. One of those goosebump shows that you so just good. you know you you're happy to put yeah, it together. That's Not only do these people share historical purposes or historical stories, but their acts of kindness to actually <laughs> and and Charlie knows how important a backline back is, line, you know, and you to come to the rescue. You know, is is quite amazing. You know, I want to thank you both uh, for sharing your knowledge, for coming here tonight. I think it's um, wonderful all what you do. I wish the best for you and both of you for 2011. Um, but what's customary usually, and I know Nanette, you didn't bring them, but just her <laughs> spirituality is, is good enough because she's here. But um, <laughs> Wait a minute. Before we sign off, uh, I'd like to thank everyone who has helped us. Um, I'd like to thank, uh, again, once again, uh, Gary Carter, who is my producer, and also Sue Joy, who makes this all happen, my camera people. But I'd like to thank my guests because that's who makes the show. But as you can see, Charlie has put on his shades. <laughs> and what i like to do is thank all our guests from 2010. I know you're going to be watching us again in 2011, but we're going to give a big kiss to all our fans, and thank you very much. <laughs> this is Gregory Korea from Harmonix. Thank you so much. Thank you, Greg. Thank you, Greg. <laughs> thank you. Denying urban reality with this new world. My relatives taught me early the trick to Indian survival. How to make the square, the circle. How to make concrete, cars, and disappear. They taught me how to look at our land and see it as it was 504 years ago. They taught us to remember the season when chuck cherries ripen. To remember the stars and the star people. To remember the gift of knowledge passed through a good story and a good joke. They taught us to remember to sing and dance. Sing and dance. Sing and